Welcome back. We go to the top of the third inning. No score here between the Dirtbags and the Highlanders. Sliding in next to me. Special guest up in the booth, Thomas Walker. Welcome, sir. How we doing? How we doing? Favorite son of Long Beach, UC Riverside alum. We're hoping to get some mojo in here. So I played the uh, interview with Dunyan as part of the pregame, and then we got you were you were you were here the last two times Highlanders beat Long Beach State. That's correct. Yeah, Joey Dunyan. That was one of my favorite games I think I ever got to witness here. Oric Garcia Aventino. I want to throw a shout out to Tyler Hendrickson for taking care of everything. Take care of Mr. Walker. I didn't realize you and he had a connection going way back. Yeah, you know there was a there was a high school game where I fouled off a I fouled off a ball into his car window. Oh, <laughs> he didn't tell me that. Yeah, he might still be paying that bill. Called strike. So Oric takes the strike. It's no balls and one strike as we start here on the top of the third. Gazalhasan Thomas Walker with you. Oric starts off hitting 269 on the year, four doubles, a homer, 17 ribbies, but he's been hitting better of late. He was down around 235 a couple of weeks ago as he takes it low and away. One ball, one strike. Now, I know you're doing a lot of different things, coaching, and I know your season came to an end, so I apologize for that. That's a tough one because I thought you guys had to win just one of those games. Yeah, no, yeah, we took the first one of the best of three, and then uh, we got we got swept in the doubleheader, and it was a tough one. It was real tough for me. I took it pretty hard, I'll be honest. That's the way you are, T-Walk. Fastball at the hands for a called strike, one and two. So you're the hitting coach at Golden West College in Huntington Beach. Go Rustlers. Go Rustlers. Rustlers. Um, and then also I know you're going to do some managing out in the Northwoods League over the summer. Rochester, correct? Correct. Uh, I will be the uh, head coach at Rochester Honkers for the second year. I'll be bringing along Jared Morton uh, to be the pitching coach. One-two pitch. Breaking ball drops low and in, two and two. Yeah, I was joking with him because he was telling me you got all these guys coming in that are hitters, but the pitchers are mostly kind of younger guys or JC guys. And I said, well, it's easy, J-Mo, because when they when you guys lose now, they'll blame the pitching coach. <laughs> you know, it's it's tough. You're now. not going to lose, though. You're going to do well. No, I can absolutely. See it. Jared's going to coach them up. That's the really, that's the real treat. The 2-2 pitch fouled over the left side. We'll do it all over again. Nobody on, nobody out. Top of the third, no score between the Highlanders and the Dirtbags. Visiting with Thomas Walker, UC Riverside class of 2016. First team all Big West in 2014. I want to mention that. I went and looked at that team, by the way. Four guys in the big leagues now, Thomas. Yeah. You're, uh, you're in good company. Yeah, impressive, right? Foul at uh, the plate by Oric. Now, some guys would take that as an insult. But, I, I, you know, that's to me, that's a big – if I'm on a list with guys in the big leagues, I'm okay with that. Absolutely. I uh, Especially now that I'm into coaching and into looking and recruiting high school players, you start realizing how bad you actually might have been and how lucky you were to have <laughs> such good coaches that could find a way to make you better yeah, yeah, and yeah. good enough to have success at this level. But, you know, you see some of those players that we played against. And, I mean, the Big West has just been littered with talent for so many years. I mean, Chapman and Davis are both really thriving <laughs> in the big leagues, and Hampson just got called up. And yeah. You were on that team, man. They can't take that away from you. Called strike three on the outside corner, and Oryx sits down, and there's one down for Riverside here on the top of the third inning. Did you you were done by the time Bay Bayou started, right? 2016 was your last year. He was a freshman in 2017. Correct, correct, yes. So so obviously I know, you know, I just from having known you that coaching was a goal. I know you were a T Hare, you were T Hare, you guys were running the ops for the last the, your first year out of school and then you started last year at the J C level. What's it like coaching at that level? Uh you know, it's a lot of fun, I gotta be honest. Um I get a lot of opportunity to work with guys, I get to recruit, um, and that's, I guess, what would be the hardest part about losing yesterday for me. You know, I watched a lot of sophomores that I got to be with for two years and saw the faces and how sad they were to leave each other. And 
and it hurt, you know, and that part of it's been amazing. But baseball is baseball, you know. You're, you're trying to get the best players, and you're trying to make them better every day. Here's Garcia. Adrian Garcia, great story. Red shirt junior, fouled off the first pitch, and the second pitch is outside, one ball, one strike. Local kid from Riverside, Arlington Lions, Arlington High School, and, you know, one of those walk-on guys. Yep. He'll fill a need here and there. He's played the infield. He's played the outfield. He's pitched a few times. And, you know, Troy Percival loves Adrian, and you need guys like that on a successful team as Bayou and the lefty deals the 1-1. Ground ball right back to Bayou. Hot shot, but good job by Bayou. He'll underhand it over to first, and there's quickly two down. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Adrian Garcia. That year I was on the staff, I remember him coming out. And uh, like you said, guys like that are what make programs, you know, and, and he's earned every second he's got, and uh, I'm really happy for that kid. Yeah, it's interesting because you look at Troy Percival, who's a guy who won a World Series championship. I mean, he did what you guys all dream of doing, the highest level of baseball, and he won. And, you know, I found out from people and then talking to Troy about it, every team he was with, he kind of ran the clubhouse. He was one of the guys who run the clubhouse. And he would tell me, guys like Adrian Garcia and then a couple of guys you played with is Aventino steps in and takes the ball outside 1-0. You know, Sporer, Godinho, guys yep. like that. He's like, you know what? Yeah, of course, you need a Connor Cannon, a Dean Miller, a Thomas Walker to win ball games. But as far as in the clubhouse, you need that mindset because sometimes maybe Thomas Walker is over 7. He's not feeling good. And Tony Godinho makes a joke. And then T-Walk is back to being himself, and he goes three for four. Yeah, ex absolutely. I, I'm a firm believer in that. Percy's always said that, and he's got the best stories. of some, That 0-2 Angel team, he talks about it all the time, how they weren't the most talented, but they were the best team, and that is why they won that World Series. So I'm a big believer in Skip and, and definitely that. So, Aventino takes a pitch low for a ball, one and one, as Bayoun deals. And it's on the outside corner for a called strike, one and two. Bases empty, two outs playing in the top of the third. No scores of yet between Long Beach State and UC Riverside. Brendan Aventino in the box, the number nine man in the Highlanders order, visiting with Thomas Walker. His season just ended over at Golden West, second year as the hitting coach, correct? Correct, outfield, assistant hitting coach. There's a couple of us that work with it, but I've definitely gotten uh, the opportunity to work with the offense and have quite a voice when it comes to running the team offense and working with the hitters. So it's been a blast. It's been a pleasure. And Working for Burt Villarreal has just been awesome. You know, he's been there for almost 30 years now, if you not 31. Too, right? and I did play for him. Yeah, Burt Bert treated me as good as any coach I ever had and really was there for me when, when I needed him most, to be honest. 2-2 pitch to Aventino. Ground ball right side. Comes up on a hop to Huey at first. He'll go to first and end the inning. Three up, three down for Riverside. Here in the top of the third, two and a half complete. No score between the dirtbags. And the Highlanders will stick it with will stick with Thomas Walker for a little bit. Now, you I think at an early point in your college career decided you're going to get into coaching, um, so you knew that was your goal starting off, and got a great opportunity with UC Riverside. How did the opportunity with Golden West come about? Um, one of our um, our recruiting coordinator of at Golden West is Andrew Ramos. Um, he's a longtime family friend of mine. He worked at Long Beach Poly when I was there. He was first year at Golden West was when I was bouncing back from Oregon. Um, he's just always been there for me. He's been like someone I've relied on for a lot of years. And uh, he was talking to me about it a lot. He thought it would be an awesome opportunity for me to get on the recruiting trails and make friends with a lot of Division One coaches and really kind of get my name out there as a coach. And, you know, it also helped being so close to home. I could live with my folks. You know, my older brother had a daughter around the same time, so it was real nice to be around the family. Um, and it's been a blessing, you know. I, I've really enjoyed the junior college level, and as much as I love Division One baseball, don't get me wrong, the dream of Omaha is forever will be in my heart. Right. But um, I really do like junior college baseball. You know, it's an opportunity for guys who do get overlooked, guys that just didn't work out, just like myself. And uh, 
you grind every day and you're trying to get to that next level and that's you know they hang on your every word you know what i'm saying so they believe in us and that's the best part about it and, uh, but that's baseball in general you know being doing the summer ball thing and getting division one guys it's the same kind of thing you know you, you just try and give as many guys as much knowledge about the game and the little nuggets as you can and the Rochester Honkers, I know you were over there with Hairgrove for a couple of years, and you were the third base coach, and now I think last year was your first year as a field manager? Correct, yes. So now your second year. What did you learn? What's the biggest jump as we about to start the bottom of the third here? No score between the Highlanders and the Dirtbags. Top of the order will get their second look at Bateson, Jimenez, uh, Huey, and Huffman. What's the biggest change from being the assistant under T-Hair, and now you're running the club last year? Uh, you know, the biggest change, hands down, was actually having to deal with some pitching stuff I would say right. <laughs> which I actually had a great pitching coach last year who was a former dirtbag Josh Fry and yep. longtime friend mm -hmm. um, and he did a great job I didn't have to worry about much but I guess technically pitchers would come up and ask me things and as long as I've played the game of baseball there hasn't been much I had to do with being on the mound so <laughs> Bateson starts off Jimenez with a strike and now that's low one and one Jimenez doubled and was stranded his last time up Etiwanda High School kid from Fontana playing for Long Beach State. He was certainly on the Highlanders' radar when the recruiting process came about. Bateson, 1-1 pitch from the right-hander. Here it comes. There's a strike. Working that outside part of the play, 1-2. and two. What was it like working? Now, I root for, you know, yourself, Trevor Hairgrove, Jake Valentine. I always root for you guys because you guys weren't the big-time, you know, bonus baby guys and everything every door open for you you had, to, right. you, had, you had to hustle a little bit yeah you know I, I i definitely am with you on that following trevor around and tino bobby now following leblanc every time i get a chance that's you right know, that's right we're right. a family around here you know adrian garcia makes the put out pop up a couple steps on the right field grass and quickly went away here in the bottom of the third inning no score between the highlanders and the dirtbacks visiting with thomas walker thanks for giving up at the booth so I changed, uh, I changed my philosophy a little bit. What I would normally do is say, hey, Thomas, come and hang out for the game. But I realize now your old coach is here. All your old buddies are here. You need to mingle. And you're you're a friendly guy to begin with. You know, Godinho turned me on to that. Because Godinho came to San Diego, and he's like, I haven't seen these guys. And you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Why don't we hang out for a couple of innings, and you go say hi to everybody. <laughs> you know, it just it's always so good to see everybody. You know, it's you, when you're part of a, a program and a brotherhood like that, you, you it's just like that old college buddies. It, yeah. you know, it just yeah. never, it never gets old. You just can't get enough of it. Seeing those smiley faces, I mean, I, I love seeing Jared Morton's face. Yeah. 1-0 pitch, oh. one hopper through the right side past Jaeger Taylor, and on base is Jacob Huey. He's a Long Beach kid, played at Milligan, and now he's one for two, a base runner for the Dirtbacks. Yeah, I remember Jacob Huey when he was in high school actually quite a bit. Um, being such a local guy, he played at my little league and my pony league. You know, we like to look after each other here in the city as well. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big deal here. Yeah. That's another thing, you know, mentioned Tyler Hendrickson earlier. He's a poly guy. You're a poly guy. He took care of you. He took care of Ferris the other night, even though Ferris didn't from Long Beach, you know. Yeah. So I guess the kindness extends beyond just the city. But there's just something, you know, I, I, I mentioned it about this field, the whole, you know, when this field was built, the whole purpose of this field as Bateson throws over to first, as was to bring in a Pacific Coast League team that obviously the Dodgers and the Giants went back to the West Coast. But it's really become a rallying point in the city because I guess since 58, this is where all the high schools have played their games. Yeah, absolutely. I remember being a 14-year-old freshman and thinking I was playing at the biggest, best baseball field in America, just being as nervous as ever as soon as you cross those white lines, you know. But 
Huffman fouls the pitch off, and it's no balls and one strike. So runner at first base, one out, bottom of the third, no score between UC Riverside and Long Beach State. Salvage Sunday for the Highlanders, and uh, Long Beach has taken the first two. Dirtbacks hadn't been playing well, and then all of a sudden the first two games, Highlanders had. I mean, 10th-ranked Santa Barbara comes to the Plex. Last weekend they'd won 13 in a row, and the Highlanders took two in a row. And I guess that's the beauty of baseball, Thomas, is you got to play the game, you got to get all the outs. Every time. You absolutely do, and you can't ever take a Long Beach State team for granted. Um, you know, as much as they may have had their struggles, they're a very athletic, well-coached ball club every day, and they're going to come to play every time. Up high, one and one to Huffman. Let's, uh, so, you know, you you were coach, and obviously Long Beach uh, dismissed Troy Buckley early, earlier this year. You're a Long Beach guy, and you know a lot of the Big West guys. How, what's the dynamic like now? I mean, what is Long Beach State going to look to um, for the for the for the new for the new coach here for the Dirtbags? Any any thoughts? Oh, you know, I would assume you know, I'm not of a dirtbag by any means. Uh, right. I grew up watching many dirtbag games, and I. But you know people. Thomas. I know. Come on. I, you know. Your mom, does your mom still work at Long Beach State? My mom definitely still works at Long Beach State. Okay. Um, so you're an insider. I could call you an unnamed source. Hi, two balls, one strike. One would say possibly that I have spoken to a, a person or two. You know, I'd like to think that the dirtbags are going to entertain the option of someone possibly outside the realm of an alumni, and then most likely, you know, your two biggest alumni that you can find that are still coaching. So yeah, yeah. you might see in a friendly face, a familiar face, and who knows, you might see someone from the SEC. I mean, it's a job that anyone in America could want, this beautiful diamond and being in the city of Long Beach. Well done, Thomas. You gave me information without really giving me any information. I love it. You're ready. D1, if you're looking for a D1 coach, Thomas Walker right here. 3-1 uh, as, as Bateson misses. So runner at first base, one out. It's no score. And Huffman is ahead of Bateson, three balls and one strike. Bateson walked two in the first but was able to pitch around him. And I don't know how much you've seen Trevor Bateson, but he's the one guy on this staff. He walks a lot of guys, but he has a tendency to be able to – pitch around those walks and we'll see here a 3-1 pitch there goes the runner fly ball well struck left center field converging our Oric and Bohal Bohal is going to run it down in the gap in left center field retreating to first base is Jacob Huey now you never played with Bateson you ever played with a pitcher who was like that who walked a lot of guys but was able to work around it you know there was quite a few starts there when um Varela was rolling back in 2014 where he he would get a little wild but he'd find his way to get out of it and uh, I think part of that is the, the, those pitchers that pitch with emotion. He kind of looks like he pitches with a lot of emotion, so yes. it gets away from him at times. But then that same emotion is what gives you that extra oomph to get that fastball by somebody when you need it. So, you know, you, you live and die by those kind of guys, and hey, it's baseball. Huey off first, two outs. Here's Latrell, the El Toro high kid, left-handed swinger. First pitch from Bateson, foul oh. back and takes Shank's mask off. That doesn't look like it's much fun. No balls in one strike. Yeah, he's all right. He's a tough kid. Corona Santiago, huh? Yeah. Now, let me ask you, recruiting-wise, um, how heavily are you involved in recruiting at Golden West? Are you out looking at players, or do you have to just invent inventory who may or may not be available? We're out actively looking 24-7, you know, as much as we can. Um, our recruiting coordinator does a very good job. Bert has always done a very good job. Yes, Michael yeah. Monday um, has done a very good job. Um, and... I just do the. I do it as best as I can. We go to games. We talk to as many good players as we can, and you know, part of our job is also letting them know, like, hey, we can help you get to the next level, even if it is before you even get on campus. So you know, that's what we preach, and that's what we're all about at Golden West. Um, so that's the biggest, you know, the biggest thing that I try and let kids know is our goal is to get you to the best school and the best fit for you. 
0-1 pitch, Latrell swings, pops it foul, third base side. It'll be no balls and two strikes. So runner at first base, two outs for the Dirtbags. There's no score playing in the bottom of the third. Latrell in the box. He's a left-handed swinger and the cleanup man for the Dirtbags. Visiting with Thomas Walker, UC Riverside alum, favorite son of Long Beach. Now, you mentioned family. I know you and the family are very, very close. Um, your brother, did he play at Wilson or Poly? Where did he play? He graduated from Long Beach Poly. Um, that's where he played at. And then um, he Line played. Line center field for a base hit. Go ahead. He played uh, junior college ball at Compton College. And that's kind of where he got propelled to a four-year in Jackson State in Mississippi. Um, bounced around some independent ball for quite some time. Had a good time doing it. And now is a New York Met scout for the area. He's actually here today checking out quite a few Highlanders. He's a. Uh, in love with Connor Cannon, and I don't know who else would it be, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Well, it's funny you bring that up. Now, Hicks is your brother's guy, right? He grew up with Aaron Hicks? Yeah, they grew up playing a lot of uh, pony ball together. We spent a couple nights at the house, quite a few three-on-three basketball games that I remember playing in. So Hicks was Hicks was at Wilson, which is just, you know, this, this Blair Field is basically on Wilson's campus. Right. Estrada steps in. Here's a junior college kid who takes a pitch for a strike 0-1. Estrada walked in the first inning. So two on, two outs for Long Beach State. Bates and had an Estrada, no balls and one strike. He comes to Long Beach State from College of Canyons. Has Troy asked you about any of your players? Any of your players ready for the next level? Absolutely. Uh, we've got um, our best pitchers actually committed to UC Irvine. Um, and I know UCR was on him very early. but uh, 0-1 pitch, oh. a little bit high and away. One ball, one strike. But um, – we also have a shortstop that's milling through different offers. Our catcher is really good that I know Johnson really likes. But Johnson's done a good job. I know that um, he's been looking at quite a few players that he's told me about. And just in case anyone's listening, we won't say their names. But um, Johnson's all over, and me and him have been talking quite a bit about it. And I'm really excited to see what team Johnson really gets to recruit and bring in here because he's doing such a good job working so hard for this program. Now you got to work with a lot of guys, and we'll go through that. 1-1 pitch, fly ball center field. Bohal tracking, looks to have a beat on it. He'll get under and put it away. What a workout he's been getting today. Travis Bohal with five putouts through the first three innings. So three innings complete. We're scoreless here at Blair Field. Dirtbags and the Highlanders. Highlanders baseball from Blairfield IMG College. Visiting with Thomas Walker here. Um, you mentioned Justin Johnson. You know, you played for Horton. You mentioned your junior college coach. Obviously, you, you, with Skip, Coach Percival. But, you know, Bryson LeBlanc, you know, Jake Valentine. Uh, you know, you, you're friendly with, with Trevor. Now Jaron's coaching. You know, so there's that little network that you have of guys that you can kind of bounce stuff off of and talk baseball. I know you wanted to take Eddie Orozco with you. To, or was it who was it you want to take with you to Rochester? No, no, that was Trevor, sorry. Yeah, Trevor, Trevor wanted to take Eddie Orozco, yeah. yeah. Um, but so you have this kind of group of guys that you can exchange information with. And is it obviously all you guys play and now you're transitioning into coaching? Um, it's got to be great to see. It's got to be fun to be able to call a guy and get the information on players and whatnot. Absolutely. It's. Um it's kind of what it's all about, you know, building those relationships and, and, and meeting different coaches. And I'm thankful, you know, I bounced around a lot in college. I got to play for four different head coaches. So as much as that was an adjustment for me, it was also a blessing in disguise now that I'm a coach because I've talked to so many different guys. I mean, I still talk to Doug Smith as often as I can. I mean, the guy literally turned my whole career around, in my opinion. I, I was kind of trending down, if you'd ask me, after my <laughs> sophomore campaign. And... Uh, 
he really helped me figure that out, and I'm still trying to figure out how I can do that for many other kids. So, no, absolutely, our network's awesome, and the Highlander faithful part of it is even better because uh, I don't think we get enough credit as other schools in the Big West, but, I mean, I think our knowledge of the game and how we go about our business is right there with the best. I mean, you know, obviously winning helps that. Absolutely. Winning absolutely helps that, and it's, it's, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough uh, thing to get into. I, I'll share something. I don't know if I ever shared this with you, but – before I knew you were your first, the first fall ball you were at Riverside, I stopped by to hang out and watch fall ball workouts, and Jake Valentine told me, he said, you know, you ran out to left field, and he pointed at you as Nathan Webb steps in, top of the order, down and in one ball, no strikes. And he said, if that guy doesn't play an inning for us, we're better for having him in the, in, in the, in the dugout. Talking about your leadership as a player. Um, obviously, you got that from somewhere. Was that something maybe when you left Oregon that you thought kind of went just around your head a little bit, being more of a leader? Um, to be honest, I'd like to say part of that's just kind of like a thing my father maybe instilled in me well, more I'm than sure anything. You know, obviously um, it is. Obviously but, it is. no, I think the coach that kind of helped me as a leader, a coach did, was my high school coach. He kind of asked of that of me at a young age on an older team. And I think – I'm not going to say he, like, Sometimes you can have a coach that kind of helps build your personality as a ball player. Right. And I think at 14, 15, I, I was impressionable, and he really helped, you know, me try to be a leader kind of like in that Derek Jeter kind of way. You know what I mean? Classy kind of way. And I got a mouth on me, so there's plenty of times where I didn't do that. But 3-0 pitch to Nathan Webb. is right down Broadway for a strike. So we're in the top of the fourth inning, no score here at Blair Field, Highlanders and the Dirtbacks, Riverside trying to salvage, trying to win their first game at Blair Field since April 17th of 2015. Thomas Walker didn't play in that game. He was injured, but he was in the dugout when Joey Dunyon pitched into the ninth inning. A couple Long Beach kids just hanging out. Here's the 3-1 pitch. Webb swings, lifts it in the air, right field. Estrada a couple steps towards the line and puts it away, and there's one down here on the top of the fourth inning. You know, talking about guys like you and Jake and Trevor Haregrove, you know, I, I can't believe I forgot Doug Smith. Doug Smith, I didn't, you know, I, I remember you played for Doug. He recruited you. Um, but the new initiative that just was put up and was voted down, the third paid assistant in college baseball, I was so disappointed in that for a lot of reasons, but mainly because I know guys, you know, who could have benefited from it, yourself and Trevor and Valentine, Bryson LeBlanc at one point was a volunteer assistant as Bohall steps in and it's a fastball away, one ball, no strikes. And people don't know, you know, you were the operations assistant with Trevor and you were getting a little bit of money, but I remember you're working nights in a restaurant, you know, because you want to be able to do the baseball thing. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's nice line swing. towards center field. It'll fall in front of Vanderwall for a base hit, so Bohall's aboard. Highlanders have a base runner here on the top of the fourth inning. No score between Long Beach State and UC Riverside. And the first hit of the game for the Highlanders visiting with Thomas Walker, assistant coach at Golden West College. He's a UC Riverside alum, and he's going to be coaching in the Northwoods League, the field manager for the Rochester Honkers. But I bring that up because I know, you know, you had a job. Trevor, when he was the ops manager for UC Riverside, he was driving for UPS in the morning. Like right, he'd get yeah. up at five in the morning and drive till noon, then come to the baseball park and do his duties all day, and then go home, go to sleep, and do it all over again. And he's a married guy with kids, yeah. you know. So uh, it's just like the, the hustle is just. I'm so impressed by what you guys do because it's what you love. And you know, I had this discussion when I was your age, obviously, and like with people now, it's like, well, what do you choose, right? right? Do you choose something that you really have a passion for that eventually will work out, or do you try to, you know, cut corners here and there? And I think anything you want to do well, you got to commit yourself to. 
100%. And, uh, you know, I've had the conversation with my parents. I've had the conversation with my girlfriend. And it's what I love, and it, it, it tears me down like yesterday, but it builds me up like no other when we do make the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so, yeah. Well, and you guys, you guys rallied late, right? I know middle of the season when we talked, it was it was kind of maybe touch and go. You knew you were probably getting in, but you had to pick up some games. Is Dean Miller in the box takes a breaking ball for a strike, 0-1. Runner at first base, one out, top of the fourth. And he's had a pretty good year. You had a chance to watch him at all? Oh, I, I love watching Dean Miller swing the bat. He uh, played a summer for my older brother. And that, off. that is when um, I came out to watch him play. And um, he tore the OEC up when he was in junior college. And I remember hearing about it and watching some film on him this year, some videos you posted and Jared sent me. I was absolutely blown away with what this kid can do with the bat. Even BP today, he was taking the first round with Wood, and I thought I was, I thought I was watching big league BP. It was impressive. Junior college, you know, another junior college kid, played at RCC and now up at the Division One level. And, uh, having it, uh, having a really good year. I know scouts are out. You know, Troy really thinks he could be get a substantial opportunity. But obviously, you know, it's the way they track. You're tracking him last year. Didn't have a great year, so he kind of falls off the radar. Now he's back on the radar, and he may get underdrafted. And Troy told me last yesterday, he said, any team that gets him below a certain round is getting a bargain. Absolutely. It's going to be a, a steal for any team that gets him because I think it will happen, you know, being a senior and the way scouts do their job. And I, I do have a little insight with that, my older brother being one. And he thinks about it all the time. He has a personal relationship with him, and he's kind of surveying how everyone views him. And he feels like he's going to be able to get him as a well, steal. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's two things, right? It's, well, he's a senior sign yeah, because he has no leverage. So, no. you know, you're, you're going to be able to, to adjust that number, the bonus number. But – you know, how long are you going to wait, right? Exactly. You're going to wait till, you know, you wait to the 10th round, and we'll uh, we'll talk about one of your old teammates in that regard in a second as Bayoun throws over to first base. Visiting with Thomas Walker, we're in the top of the fourth. There's no score here at Blair Field. Highlanders with a runner at first, one out, and Dean Miller in the box, and he's down 0-2. Vince Fernandez, <laughs> a guy who Troy Percival felt probably should go in the first five, yep. went in the 10th, Yep. and now he's at double A. He's a prospect. He was... He led the Cal League in home runs last year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that happens. It just, I mean, maybe it's not believing in the school. Maybe it's a bunch of different things, different factors, but. Sharp rock. ground ball, the shortstop. Hogan picks it up, second for one. Huffman's relay to first base, and they get the double play, six to four to three. Slick double play by the Dirtbags. No runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left. Three and a half complete, no score. Highlanders and Long Beach State. We're back with more Highlanders baseball from Learfield. IMG College. You have reached the Bovine Chicken Chat Line, where you can chat with tons and tons of cows about chicken. All our cows are busy. While you're waiting, why not get to know some of these fuzzy fans of chicken? Heifer 9672 is a 1,200-pounder from Kentucky who likes long walks in the pasture, watching cars go by from the pasture, and eating the pasture. She's also an aspiring author, writing a book called The Burgers of Wrath. Bull 5441 is a bull from Chicago with a pierced nose and a nasty temper. But he loves people who eat chicken and the good folks at Chick-fil-A who make the chicken. Bull 5441's pet peeves are cow tipping and the color red, especially when it's meat. All our cows are still busy. Please try calling the bovine chicken chat line later. The cows thank you for calling and for not eating burgers. This call made possible by Chick-fil-A.
bottom of the fourth inning from Blair Field, Gonzalez on back. We did Thomas Walker hanging out. He said he'll stay for another inning. I know you got travel ball duties and family duties. That's what I figured out. So Gadino, you know, we go to San Diego, and Tony, who, for those who don't know, Tony graduated last year. He's a Highlander, catcher for four years. You know, Tony's all about the tacos, right? So Justin Johnson says, Tony, you got to bring me food. So Tony calls me on the way to the park, and he says, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm making a taco run. You need anything? I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. I just need you here. Don't worry about anything. I didn't realize he was making the run for Coach Johnson. So he brings Coach Johnson the, the tacos as, as prescribed, and it all worked out. But, you know, like you're saying, I guess Michael Ferris is here tonight. Joey Dunyon is here Friday. You got a bunch of your family here. So I, I get it. You know, you, you need to mingle and be social, but it's great to get you for a couple of innings. And Bateson on for the fourth. Then he starts off ball one to uh, Jake Vanderwall. Vanderwall, 0 for 1, flew to center his first time up. The son of former big leaguer John Vanderwall. 1 0 pitch. Pop foul left side, racing over towards the railing is Aventino, but well out of play. One ball, one strike. Now, your, uh, how long has your brother been doing the area scout thing? So this is his first year as the Mets area scout. Last year he was the West Coast video coordinator for the Atlanta Braves. So it's kind of been a pretty fast rise. I mean, just the year before that he was kind of just a bird dog, um, kind of just helping out a scout. Um, and he's just made friends and done his job and, you know, kind of grinding out the same way just in the scouting world. Fly ball behind third base, racing back as Aventino into foul territory, converging our three Highlanders and falls out of play. Well, falls in play, but in foul territory. Webb, Oric, and Aventino all converging on that warning track on the left field side in front of the Highlanders' bullpen. So, oh, uh, just a long strike. It's one ball and two strikes. No score, bottom of the fourth, leading it off for Long Beach State is Jake Vanderwall. We're visiting with Thomas Walker. First team, all Big West, 2014. So what's the next step for you, T-Walk? I mean, you're a heading coach at a JC, maybe get a volunteer position somewhere at a D1 level. You looking into that yet, or are you pretty comfortable where you're at right now? You know, um, oh. swing and a miss. Down goes Vanderwall. There's one down. Sorry. Really good pitch. Um, actually, you know, I love the junior college level. Oh, uh, I have no issue staying there, but by no means am I content with where I'm at. I would love the opportunity to go coach at the Division One level. I would love the opportunity to be a volunteer at a Division One school. And, but I just welcome, you know, every opportunity I'm receiving to coach the game of baseball at the time. Aiden Malm steps in and up high, one ball, no strike, another JC kid, 0 for 1. I don't think we'll get the full understanding about it. And getting back to the subject of the paid third assistant. So for those who don't know, there was a, uh, a referendum on having a paid third assistant in college baseball. Right now, as Bateson deals the 1-0, misses away 2-0, there's two paid assistant coaching positions on most staffs. The third position is a quote-unquote volunteer position now. There is some compensation managed for that third assistant, but it varies from school to school. You know, right. If you're at a school like Tennessee or Vanderbilt or Oregon, we use Bryson as an example, that's rifled into left field past the diving web for a base hit. So Malm is on base with one man out for Long Beach State here in the bottom of the fourth. No score between the Highlanders and the Dirtbacks. Fourth hit for Long Beach State. Um, you know, Bryson was telling me that when he was at Oregon, he would run their camps, decent amount of dough there. They would have him teach pool, yep. billiards uh, for the university. They had recreational classes, and then he would do private lessons as well, and that's how you kind of make a living. Obviously, at a school like Oregon or a school like Tennessee, it's different than a school like Riverside, where that income is severely limited. 
Yeah, you know, and that's the tough part for a lot of the volunteer coaches, guys like myself. Um, and I think that's kind of why I enjoy the junior college level. You know, I, I'm staying at home with my folks. I'm saving money. I'm still working multiple jobs around it, but it's less demanding of a schedule at the time, and I'm still coaching and recruiting, so I'm doing my baseball, but right. it just makes it easier for me to do it, whereas I read these horror stories of the volunteer coaches who just drove themselves nuts for decades. Well, yeah, you, you, you're married with a kid, and you drive, you know, you're driving you know, 10 hours away. You can't stay with the family, which is great, of course. Caden yeah. Hogan in the box, the freshman from Reno, Nevada. Runner on first base. He shows bunt, bunts it on the left side. Picked up by Bateson. He whips it over to first. And the ball gets away from Taylor. From second to third moves Mom. Here comes the throw in from right field and he's in there. Error on the Highlanders. Runners on the corners for the Dirtbacks. So sacrifice in E1. Malm to third, Hogan to first, and here is Rivera. Execution of skill coach. Break yeah. that down for me. What happened there? Uh, you know, it looked like or the pitcher bounced off the mound well. It looked like a decent throw. I might have pulled Jaeger off the bag, and he looked like he wanted to really hold on to that bag and make sure they got the out just kicked off the glove. You played a little first base in your time? I did, yeah, I did. Don Parnell really helped me out there making that transition. First and third, one out. Here is Rivera. Rivera 0 for 1 today, but he's had a very good series against the Highlanders. Here's the pitch. Safety squeeze. No, suicide squeeze. Bateson gets the play. He's going to run Malm back to third base, and he tags him. You can tell the old shortstop there. Malm was hung up to dry. It was the suicide squeeze. He was halfway down the line. Bateson off the mound, grabs the baseball, and instead of throwing it around, ran him back to the base and very simply outran Malm and tagged him out on the third base line. Yeah, that was, that was not a well-executed bunt after the one that was just before that. But, yeah, that, that was – you said uh, the pitcher Bateson, he's a former shortstop? Yeah. Yeah, he's bouncing off the mound very well right there, both of those bunts. I mean, he was mostly a pitcher but also played shortstop. So first and second, two outs. Cycle back to the top of the order. Chris Jimenez, the catcher for Long Beach State. No scores of yet playing in the bottom of the fourth. An error helped the inning to be extended for Long Beach State. Let's see if Jimenez can come through. Had a big two-out RBI base hit on Friday. Thomas Walker hanging out in the booth. Here's the pitch. Jimenez takes the first one off the plate outside. One ball, no strikes. Off-speed pitch from Bateson. Sum up, I know you missed the one year with the injury at Riverside, but what were some of the positive aspects of your experience as a Highlander? Oh, you know, first and foremost, like I was saying earlier, Doug really, uh, Coach Smith really helped me just kind of find myself again. You know, I was kind of spinning after bouncing around from school to junior college, um, and he really helped me, you know, really find that love for the game again, that love for being a part of a program that was striving to win every day and compete. Um, and it wasn't that I didn't have that before. Just mentally, I, I just couldn't grasp it. He just, something he said one day. Crystallized. I yeah, I, I yeah, feel you. I feel you. It yeah. just clicked all of a sudden. And, you know, from him to Skip and, and all the, 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 the players that we had, the group of guys, you know, guys like Dave Andrees who just welcomed me in with open arms to young kids like, you know, Mark Contreras that I got to watch grow up in front of my eyes, you know. It just was special, special time in my life. And that's why I, like, want to coach college baseball. I just I can't think of a better period in a young man's life Yeah, being no, a college I, baseball I, player. I feel you. I mean, depending on how you I – mean, I have friends who, you know, you college is kind of just a job for them. But you have the other side of it that you and I had with the experience of when 
I mean, you're a young guy now, but like when 20 and 25 years later, all the people you went to college with are still your friends. It's 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 a weird it's a weird experience. Absolutely. I mean, it's a positive one, but it's like a you know you think you think that's the way everybody lives, but it's not. Uh, yeah, right. And then that's it's kind of strange to I I, I don't relate well with that. I guess yeah. you could say like yeah. I, I couldn't even understand it. So yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it's like we're all just I don't know baseball, college baseball. It's like a it's its own fraternity. Every everywhere you go, so. 3-0 to Jimenez. No score here in the bottom of the fourth. First and second and two outs for Long Beach State. Visiting with Thomas Walker here at Blair Field in his hometown of Long Beach. Bateson looks back to second and deals. Jimenez shows bunt and takes a strike three and one. Any Riverside players going to play for Rochester, Thomas? Nathan Webb will be returning for his second summer. Oh, that's um, great. That is set in stone. He... Um, Finished the year for me, doing really well. Played third base every day. He was my leadoff hitter. I mean, absolute gamer. I, the kid that you couldn't not love having. And a kid that couldn't be in a better league than the Northwoods, playing a game every single day. I mean, I, I love that kid. I had a Matt Hardy as well last summer, and I loved having him around too. I played with him, so it was even more fun. 3-1 pitch popped up behind home plate. It'll be a foul ball, 3-2. and two. So Bateson fell behind 3-0, and now the count, three balls, two strikes. Two outs, two on for Long Beach State. Playing in the bottom of the fourth, still no score. Bateson making it stand up. Troy Percival told me before the game, if Trevor can get us through three, I'm okay. Because he had the bullpen matched up, and anything beyond three is a bonus. And young Trevor Bateson out on the hill doing a nice job. He's thrown just 57 pitches through the first three and two-thirds. Thomas Walker sitting in with us, hanging out for a little bit on a Sunday afternoon. Here's the payoff pitch. Ball four. Breaking ball just missed away. Third walk issued by Bateson, and the bases are loaded. I love how, you know, every pitch, man, you're a baseball guy, I can tell. You went to Poly. You're one of the few guys that went to Poly and never played football, but I'm sure they came after you, you know. But uh, Poly baseball program is pretty prominent and significant as well. I know Utley just retired. He's a Poly guy. But uh, it's great how Jared Morton and you played together, obviously. Tell me what went through the process to get him as your pitching coach. Well, first and foremost, Josh Fry, um, he is now at St. John Bosco, a good high school here in Long Beach. And, you know, they have a lot of duties for him this summer. So he told me he couldn't do it. And immediately it was my first call. Uh, Jared's told me since he was a freshman that he wanted to coach baseball. I have always loved talking the game with him. His older brother and me were summer ball teammates once upon a time. And so I'm a huge fan of Jared's. I wasn't even a question in my mind. I was going to go get him and say, hey, man, this is your time to learn, grow, and be a part of this organization. Perfect opportunity. So if you're in Minnesota over the summer, Rochester's about a 90-minute drive from Minneapolis, something like that? Yeah, just about. Huey, left-handed swinger, first pitch. Low, one ball, no strike. So Huey won for two right now. Bases loaded for the dirtbags yet again. They loaded the bases in the first, and Bateson escaped. Can he do it again? Can he do that Houdini act yet again here at Blair Field? It's one ball and no strikes. Thomas Walker, thanks for hanging out. Oh, absolutely. Appreciate thanks for having it. me. Let you get back out to your uh, family there. We'll hopefully get you get them out of the inning. Bring some of your mojo. Oh, that's good. Call pitch. strike at the hands on the fastball, one and one. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking that if they're going to get out of this jam, he's going to have to go inside here and get him. I don't think he's just going to be able to just drop that change up away. He's going to have to get in his kitchen. Runners lead away. Base is loaded. Two outs. Bottom of the fourth. No score. Trevor Bateson would prefer to keep it that way. It's one ball, one strike to Huey, left-handed swinger, number two man in the Long Beach order. 
Slider low blocked by Shanks, and it's two balls and one strike. Huey almost a guy you don't want to face in this situation because he can go to all fields here. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, I think he entered Long Beach State as a pitcher mostly. Like, mm -hmm. they're more pitcher first. And I'm pretty sure after, like, a small arm injury, worked on it, worked on it, and grinded his way into the lineup, which I think is one of the yeah, most amazing he, stories I've know, ever heard. He, he tore his labrum at a, with, with, a, with, a, with a workout here and missed all of 2017. He was doing both. He actually did both up until last year. Okay. I think this is the first year he's just gone the, you know, he's playing first base every day. The yeah. two-one pitch is low and away, three and one. So another high wire act here for Trevor Bateson. He falls behind Huey three and one. He's gonna have to give in here and throw him the fastball. Where should he throw it? You know, I'd say we have to get in on the hands here. Right. You know, absolutely. Worked That's our best time. bet. Yeah, Worked absolutely. Absolutely. That's our best bet. We're gonna get on the hands and hope we can make a play. Bases loaded, three balls, one strike. Two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. Bateson trying to get out of a jam. Righty deals. Low ball four. Walks a run in. One nothing dirtbags. Well, you know, maybe this is a blessing in disguise. You know, Huey's been a hot hitter for Long Beach. You know, maybe we got a better matchup here, and this ends up being a one-run, not bad inning instead of a three-run inning. So here's Huffman, one for two, a walk and a fly to center, right-handed swinger. So they had the conversation with both Troy and the. LMU head coach Jason Hill about the righty-lefty thing, and they feel like Doug Smith does. From, from believers? Huffman stands in there. Here's the pitch. Line right back through the middle. Webb with it at shortstop. Double clutch throw to first. Not in time. Extra step for Webb. Wasn't sure if he was going to get the out at second as Garcia was late getting over there. Infield single for Huffman. 2 nothing Long Beach State. Yeah. Now, to be fair to Nate, I've been playing shortstop that long. That's true, and on that play, I think everyone's going to overlook. Jacob Huey had an enormous secondary lead with two outs there, not expecting us to try and go back pick with the bases loaded. He really got to second in a hurry, made Webb uncomfortable going to second base. Breaking ball to Latrell's a strike going one. 2-0, Long Beach State in the bottom of the fourth. Two-out rally. They break through for two. Righty up in the pen for UC Riverside. Highlanders trying to salvage here on Sunday. Almost were out of it. Bateson actually had made a pretty good defensive play earlier on the squeeze bunt. A one pitch. Latrell swings, pops it foul. He's behind. No balls and two strikes. Now, Webb, going to play third for you? They're going to have, him play, have you uh, play him at short? I'm definitely going to give him some reps at short, especially if the, the Highlanders need me to. But I think he is one gold glove caliber third baseman with how good the arm is and the glove. And I think that's where his future is for sure. Um, and I definitely want to make sure the scouts see him there. Latrell, 0-2 pitch at the hands, called strike three. Thomas, always great to chat baseball with you, brother. Thank you for coming up. Enjoy the family and the rest of the game. And I uh, appreciate you taking some time out. Thank you for having me. All right, go Highlanders. All right. Back with more Highlanders baseball from Learfield IMG College after this. Are you